welcome to Season 2, Episode 7 of Get the Picture. I'm May. And I'm Casey. Yo, this is our final episode. And it is. Of Season 2. Mm-hmm. Number 7. Yep. It has been a ride. It's been great. It has been a blessing to me personally. And I'm praying that it's been a blessing to you, our listeners. And we just want to take the time uh, to thank you again for so much of your uh, love and support and just everything that you have helped us make this podcast to be. Um, We say all the time that the Lord put this on our heart to do, but it's through your response and your pullings in the spirit that allows us to really just go into that secret place with the most high and to draw from him what it is that he would have for us to relate to you and also just to kind of provide um some some pieces just for you to uh to go and study in your own time to kind of supplement your personal time with the lord and so in this we're creating a community we're um coming together and we got some exciting stuff that's coming out of this um even beyond the microphones yes yeah (laughs) we're real excited um, and before we get into today's topic, I just want to say that just because Get the Picture is closing out season two does not mean that Nay and KC are done with the stuff, okay? Exactly. Nay's got some stuff coming out on her website. I do. I got some stuff that I'm getting ready to, like, do in person. Um, so, you know, Holy Spirit just be, he be Holy Spirit. He do. And so we're just really excited. So that spirit be holy, real bad, real bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God is just so good and gracious to us. So what are we talking about today, Nay? Today we are talking about walk it out. Mm, a classic. A classic. Um, when we're sharing some things that the Holy Spirit has put on our hearts. Um, our intention is never to just like throw a whole bunch of Bible knowledge and these revelations from the Lord just for you to sit them in your reservoir. But of course, we've been talking about um, everything from the standpoint of a vessel. And of course, it's important that as a vessel, we get filled up. But we know that our purpose as vessels is to pour out unto others. And so this final episode is going to be like a charge to all of us mm-hmm. that the things that we've been filling ourselves up, whether it's from the stuff from this podcast, the other stuff from our individual um, things that we've been doing, um, that you've been consuming, your personal time with the Lord, all the things, it's time to actually put it into action yes. um, and to walk it out. Walk it out. Yeah, step by step. And so mm-hmm. we're going to hop right into the scriptures and see what the word has to say. And then we're just going to let the Holy Spirit do what it is. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Casey. Start all us right. off. Start us off. This all is right. your hot take. So let's My go ahead. hot take. Yeah. This is something that we were sitting around and uh, just talking as we always do. And um, immediately Holy Spirit brought up the scripture, James chapter one and verse 22. And what version are we reading out of? The Passion Translation. The Passion Translation. Okay, so out of the Passion Translation in James chapter 1, verse 22, it says, Don't just listen to the word of truth and not respond to it. Mm -hmm. Right off the bat. It says, for that is the essence of self-deception, a.k.a. being real delusional. Yes. Quite delulu. Mm -hmm. So don't do that because if you do that, you'll be considered self-deceived. It says, so always let his word become like poetry written and fulfilled by your life. And one of the footnotes here, it says, or be a poet, a doer of the word. Mm -hmm. And so right here, 
the word is charging us to not just listen to the word and not respond to it so don't listen to the word and get all this information this knowledge and this revelation from the lord and don't not do anything with it Mm -hmm. because if you're doing that you are deceived absolutely because when we do that there's several things that are at play one we negate our role that we play in um, the manifestation of the promises of God because so many times we think just because it's in God's word and he said it then there's absolutely nothing that we have to do yes it is done when God said it it was already completed however comma God says there's a role that you have to play because you have to allow it to be in the mm-hmm. in the earth it has to be just like it says in Matthew it says in earth as it already already is in heaven and so what that's showing us is it's already done in heaven but you praying or you doing those things that you are hearing from holy spirit allows for it to manifest in earth or Amen. in us and so when it tells us to be doers of the word and not just hearers only we have to actually put it in action we have to do what the word tells us to do and so if the word is telling us to um to confess this um despite what you know xyz looks like then we're going to do that so that we can see the results because god is saying this is how you this is me giving you the key to unlock the door to open up to see what i've already had set aside for you and so i can say all day that i got a million dollars in the bank Mm -hmm. and praise god i do hallelujah amen i receive that Mm. see you mess around and just you start talking about the word the lord will start putting some words in your mouth for you to speak out and declare over your life so that may have just been a little example but i'm taking it as my own in jesus so am i Mm -hmm. (laughs) so let's say that i have a million dollars in the bank i can say all day long i got a million dollars in the bank i got a million dollars in the bank but if I never go and access that million dollars, then what good is it to me? Mm-hmm. And so it's the same way. The word is an account for us. It yes. is an account of everything that has already been done. And so God is saying, this is a record. These are receipts of things that I've already completed in heaven. And they're all available to you. But you have a key. Your your yes. mouth, your actions, these mm-hmm. Holy Spirit-led actions that will go into that knob and will unlock that door so that you can open it up and receive everything that's packed inside just for you Mm -hmm. and so no longer are we going to say that you know god has a blessing with my name on it and all these things i love the song just as the next person Mm -hmm. but if we don't actually do the things that god is telling us to do in order to go get those things then we won't see it Mm -hmm. and i want to be very cautious right here because a lot of times we can get this confused with um this works based yes um experience in the um in the faith and that's not what i'm saying i'm not saying that we are saved or we experience the fullness of salvation through works but the word also says that faith without works is dead Mm -hmm. and so they come together in partnership where we believed in uh the finished work of christ but and so as a result of us believing in Mm -hmm. his finished work we act like it's true we do these things and so if i never believe that i have a million dollars in a bank then i won't do anything to go and access that i will Mm -hmm. just continue life as if i don't 
don't have a million dollars in the bank living beneath your purpose there you go living in Lodabar Mm -hmm. you know um the story of um David in the um Old Testament whenever um uh Jonathan and his whole line they had um they had all died and the covenant that Jonathan and David had made with one another is that they will not only be good to themselves to each other but also their descendants Mm -hmm. and David sought out someone of Jonathan's lineage to be a blessing to because of that covenant that he had see where I'm going with Mm -hmm. this and um uh, Jonathan had a son yeah yeah that's how you say it and he was um he was lame he was crippled and um he was living in Lodabar Mm-hmm. And whenever I hear the word Lodabar, I'm like, you living below the bar. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, David sought him out and he said, I'm seeking you out because I need to show you my goodness. Mm-hmm. And that's the same way with God. We have an even better covenant with him through Christ um, where he has died on the cross and he has completed all these things. And he's seeking us out to show his goodness in our lives. But we have to accept. And so Mephibosheth was like, well, I'm crippled and I'm this. And he's trying to disqualify himself. He was like, well, I can't do X, Y, Z because, of, you know, I can't receive this because of this and that. And that's works in and of itself. But when we move over into this faith with works, that's where we believe that is true. And so we act like it. And eventually we do see Mephibosheth where he comes into faith and then his works or his actions is that he moved into the palace with David and he received everything that David already had laid out for him. And so that's an example of how we walk this word out. We don't just we don't just say it all the time as in um, empty sayings in uh, Matthew chapter six in those uh, opening verses. And it teaches us how to pray. It says, don't pray like, um, like those that are seeking attention, pray um, where they're repeating these empty words over and over again in hopes that they make something happen. But when you pray, you pray saying, and then it gives us the model prayer that we pray. And when you look at that and you break it down, it's showing that we're acknowledging that God, you've already done everything. You are the King of the kingdom and everything is already done. And so here we are saying that, um, that your will be done. Um, on earth in earth as it already is in heaven and so we're coming from a place of authority and confidence because we know it's already done faith and so as a result we're going to do these things Mm -hmm. the works or the actions and so i just want to be abundantly clear that whenever um we're speaking on walking it out we're not talking about just the works itself because if it was up to our own actions without the finished work of Christ and partnering um, in that faith, then our works are completely dead. Mm-hmm. They they can't produce anything. Yes. Nothing of the caliber that God has for us. We can try to produce something, um, but it won't be in the fullness of what he intends. And so we want to experience everything that God has for us. And so the way that we do that is we take our corresponding actions that reflect our belief in him and his finished work and we put it together and we see it manifest in our lives so i'm glad you mentioned that Mm -hmm. because that takes me over here to second timothy chapter three and it's going to be out of the passion translation surprise surprise (laughs) and i was just going to read this verse down here but i think it'll do us some good just to start at verse 10 where it talks about it starts with Paul basically saying, all right, Timothy, 
and uh, taught you all this. So this is what you need to do. Mm-hmm. So it says, but you, Timothy, have closely followed my my example and the truth that I've imparted to you. You have modeled your life after the love and endurance I've demonstrated in my ministry by not giving up. Mm. The faith I have, you now have. What I have hungered for in life has now become your longing as well. The patience I have with others, you now demonstrate. And the same persecution and difficulties I have endured, you have also endured. Yes, you know all about what I had to suffer while in Antioch, Iconium, and Lystra. (laughs) It's going to be Lystra today. For real. You're aware of all the persecution I endured there, yet the Lord delivered me from every single one of them. For all who chose to live godly as worshipers of Jesus, the anointed one will also experience persecution. But the evil men and sorcerers will progress from bad to worse, deceive the deceiving, as they lead people further from truth. Yet you must continue to advance in strength with the truth wrapped around your heart, being assured by God that he's the one who has truly taught you all these things. Remember what you were taught from your childhood, from the Holy Scrolls, which can impart to you wisdom to experience everlasting life through the faith of Jesus Christ, the Anointed One. God has transmitted his very substance into every scripture, for it is God-breathed. It will empower you by its instruction and correction, giving you the strength to take the right direction and lead you deeper into the path of godliness. Then you will be God's servant, fully mature and perfect, prepared to fulfill any assignment God gives you. Hello. Let's get in there and break that down a little bit, shall we? Let's walk it down so we can walk it out. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So whenever I was reading these first couple of scriptures, it reminded me of Jesus and us. So verse 10, just breaking it down. But you, Timothy, so Paul was basically telling Timothy that, hey, I've noticed your loyalty to me. So I'm going to encourage you in that to tell you to keep on keeping on. Yeah. Because what you're doing is getting you somewhere. Mm-hmm. Don't stray away. Don't. Hold what you got. Hold what you got. Mm-hmm. Sorry, y'all. I stuttered a little bit. Hey. It's fine. Oh, uh, <laughs> Moses did too. He and- did. <laughs> <laughs> and Pharaoh still had to let him go. Look. So Paul was basically saying that you have, like he said, you have modeled your life after the love and endurance I've demonstrated in my ministry by not giving up. And that's basically what Jesus wants us to do. Jesus is the blueprint and we are to follow exactly what he has done. Mm -hmm. And so whenever we see that, it was like, all right, now the faith that I have, speaking of Jesus, now the faith that he has, we now have. And so on and so forth. Like um, where it says the patient that I have with others, you also demonstrate. And the same as he goes through persecution, so as we, just like Paul was telling Timothy. And then he goes down and says, you know all the things that I have endured and I have suffered. And yet the Lord delivered me from every single one of them. Mm -hmm. For all who choose to live godly as worshipers of Jesus, the anointed one, will also experience persecution. And just like Jesus said, you are going to face persecution following the life that I live. 
religious people didn't like Jesus. Not a lot of people liked Jesus, but that's not, he wasn't called here to be liked by everybody. He was called to do exactly what the father had called him to do. And if that meant making a little religious people rowdy, so be it. And so there's sometimes in our assignment where we God tells us to do things that we don't want to do because we are afraid mm-hmm. to be outcast or not liked by everybody. Mm-hmm. So what? Yeah, we so we're more concerned with how others view us yes. than to making sure that we are pleasing in the sight of God. Mm-hmm. Sometimes your assignment may ruffle a little feathers, but it's all about doing exactly what the Word of God tells us mm-hmm. to do. The word can be a soothing balm too. So yes. if you ruffled up, just get back in the word mm-hmm. and just put that little ointment on there. It's a double edged sword for a reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'll be all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then it goes on to say, um, but the evil men and sorcerers will progress from bad to worse, deceived and deceiving, as they lead people further from the truth. And this part right here, I really don't know the history behind it, but something that really speaks that speaks volume right here is that if you are not you know if you're living apart from this and not like this then you're only deceiving others yeah so and you're leading people further and further away from the truth and that's not what we want to do and in verse 14 it says yet you must continue to advance in strength with the truth wrapped around your heart this is him telling keep on keeping on timothy this is Jesus telling us, keep on keeping on. Yeah. Be being assured by God that He's the one who has truly taught you all these things. There's another thing. He is our teacher. He is He has sent the Holy He has left His Holy Spirit here to be our teacher. It says I can't remember exactly where it says that in John. But I know it's there. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. And then it says, remember what you were taught from your childhood from the Holy Scrolls, which can impart to you wisdom to experience everlasting life through the faith of Jesus, the anointed one. So it was like, hey, the things that you have been taught, hold on to them because they were right for the time. Now, Holy Scrolls and all that and the scripture that Paul is talking of here, it's more than likely the Torah. Mm -hmm. But in the light that we're viewing it as this would be including the new testament as well the old testament and the new testament and so god has transmitted his very substance into every scripture for it is god breathed and whenever the scripture says that something is god breathed all it means is that god did not technically write the bible himself but it was inspired he gave his his um what's the word i'm looking for his stamp of approval and this little thing says right here this footnote probably has the word that i'm looking for yes the word (laughs) the word of god is inspired scripture is not simply a, a book that tells about god it actually contains god his breath is embedded in his word yeah that's what i was trying to say yeah and so it will empower you by its instructions and corrections, giving you the strength to take the right direction and lead you deeper into the path of godliness. Now, you can't go further into the path of godliness if you don't do exactly what the word tells you to do. And then it goes on to say in verse 17, which is probably one of the most important parts of this verse, is that then, once you do those things, though, once you do those things, then you will be God's servant, fully mature 
and perfectly prepared to fulfill any assignment that God gives you. Yep. So it ain't on you, it's in you. Whenever the word is on your mm-hmm. heart, you have everything that you need we to fulfill every assignment that he gives you. Yes. Amen. Mm-hmm. That's so good. And I'm glad you pointed that out because, again, so many times we think of whenever it comes to, like, walking out our faith and doing things that God called us to do, we look in and of ourselves mm-hmm. um, as far as our own ability. But God said absolutely nothing about our own ability nope. in these scriptures. He said, yes, it's up to you to make sure that these things are done. But yes. the only thing that I'm requiring of you is your participation absolutely. in what I'm doing mm-hmm. in you. And so you take the word, which is God breathed and is God himself. You take the strength that he gives you. You take all this wisdom and this knowledge that I'm giving you mm-hmm. and you apply it. Yep. It's it's the cheat sheet to life. It's an open book test. Absolutely. And he says, you know what? You can successfully fulfill any assignment that I give mm-hmm. you. Why? Because you already got the answer. All right. So as we get ready to close out on this, I want to take us to one more scripture and look at it um, in relation to walking out the word and the instructions that God gives us. Because um, I love how Nate put it about um, God gives us very clear instructions in his word. And we see that in Second uh, Timothy, what we just read, where uh, where um, Paul told Timothy, he was like, hey, you got everything you need. Now you're prepared to fulfill the assignment which God has called you to. And so that's something that I really want to leave with everyone is the encouragement to know that you have everything that you need to do exactly what it is that God has called you to do the thing is we just got to do it and a lot of times it may not look like what we think it may need to look like um we may be um in a position where um other people are doing something similar and the spirit of comparison will try to come up on us and that's not what God has called us to do he's called us to stay focused on the assignment that he gave us and that only and to make sure that you're following his instructions one of the things that i preach with my students all the time is make sure you follow instructions and make sure you pay attention to your own paper because even though we're all on the same assignment it looks differently for each of you yes and so make sure you're paying attention to what's on yours because if you're trying to take someone else's test you'll mess around and get a zero mm-hmm. and if you don't follow my instructions you'll mess around and get a zero yes and when it comes to the spiritual things that God has called us to do as far as the assignments, if we're trying to do what God has called someone else to do, we will mess around and not fulfill the calling. Mm -hmm. Or if we're uh, too worried about the person to our left and our right um, and what they're thinking about um, as far as like, who does she think she is? Who does he think he is? And things like that. Then we will, very easily miss God because he's speaking instructions to us yes. to us mm-hmm. and we have to we have to be in tune with him for ourselves I mean we've talked about all these things all um, season long about staying in tune with the voice of Holy Spirit and listening to him and um, becoming familiar with his voice and becoming that vessel for his use and all these things and they're all uh, accumulating to this one moment where God is saying hey now it's time to put you to the test and so often we think of tests as oh I'm gonna go through trials and tribulations and Mm -hmm. and all these things are about to happen not necessarily 
it's just God is saying, I've prepared you. Mm-hmm. So let me put you out there. And like we've talked about in our last season about out, off to the market. Yeah. He's saying we've gone through the whole process of, mm-hmm. of um, identifying your flavor and we've blended you and we've sifted out things through, um, you know, the, the um, what was it? The um, So we go through the steeping, all the things. And it's not just to say that we went through it, but God is saying, it's time for you to actually go off to the market, mm-hmm. go into these places that I've called you to go into and be who I called you to be. Yes. And so I want us to swing over to um, Joshua chapter one and verse six. And if you haven't gotten the memo, the pastor translation just dropped some new uh, books of the Bible, yes, like Old did. Testament. Um, so the book of Joshua is one. And I'm so excited. Like, I just been eating it up because it's mm-hmm. been so good. It is good. Let's hop right into uh, verse number six. And so Moses is dead. Joshua is now the leader of the children of Israel. And God tells Joshua in verse six, he says that you will lead the people. Well, I skipped the part. Okay. In verse six, it says you must be strong and brave. You will lead the people to acquire and apportion the land that I promised their ancestors. I will give to them. Verse 7, you must remain very strong and courageous. Be faithful to obey all the teaching that my servant Moses commanded you to follow. Do not deviate from him to the right or to the left so that you will have overwhelming success in everything you undertake. And I love that because God is saying, hey, the task is very great ahead Mm -hmm. of you, but you got everything you need because Moses imparted the commandments inside of you so you know them and you know them to be true so now you go and do it be very Mm -hmm. strong and courageous in the uh, passion translation there's a footnote um after um, remain very strong and courageous in verse 7 it says to be courageous means to translate your convictions into bold actions that has hit me all week long i have been (laughs) meditating on that since they dropped this book last week and it's just been such a blessing because it just really all boils down to that bold actions Mm -hmm. god told you to do it bet do it yes boldly do it do it if you bad Mm -hmm. if you really say that you believe god if you really claiming to be a believer do it Mm -hmm. and it's just that simple do it yeah and so that's all i got is do it I just want to leave with you encouragement of just stepping away from step away from yourself. Mm-hmm. That's something that we've both have to learn. Uh, well, we, we're still learning um, is that in everything that we do that God has called us to do, we can't pause and look and say, well, I got this, this and this because one God is already aware of what we have and what we don't have Mm -hmm. and secondly he don't too much care yeah he's like i've taken that into consideration Mm -hmm. but this is still what my word says and this is still what your assignment is so it's gonna be up to you whether you do it or not Mm -hmm. and out of your obedience comes my grace Mm -hmm. that's gonna fill in all these gaps and these blanks where you may feel like you're lacking in a certain area, but my grace, grace is sufficient. <laughs> I knew it was coming. <sighs> and so whenever I'm saying these things, whenever Nay is saying these things, we're not coming from a place of arrogance because when it all boils down, 
is not ourselves. Mm -hmm. It is Christ on the inside of us Mm -hmm. that is doing the work. And we've tapped into that revelation. And so we do these things. We're walking Mm -hmm. it out. And this is um, the podcast is a result of one of those things of us uh, walking it out. It's just one of those things. And so when we're saying that we're coming from a place of, Mm -hmm. um, again, my favorite, one of my favorite scriptures, Ephesians 3, 19 out of the Amplified Classic Version, you come to know him through experiential knowledge where I've experienced him. So I know that I know that I know Mm -hmm. you can't tell me what I know because I've, you can't tell me that I don't know it exactly because I've experienced it. Mm -hmm. So we've experienced his goodness by obeying and doing these things. And we're encouraging you to do the same because you will get the same results. Yes. And please hear me out when I say this. Like Kennedy was saying, whenever we stress these things to you, it's not out of, not out of arrogance, but you have to also understand that why God puts a demand on his word and what he tells you to do, because mm-hmm. it's not just about you. You have so many people attached mm-hmm. to your calling and your assignment that if you don't do what the word says, then there's a whole lineage that you are messing well not messing up but you're depriving them from the promise that god has given you through his word Mm -hmm. and so whenever you don't follow the word that he has given you and continuously walk that out in your assignment then not only are you stripping yourself from the grace that comes but for the people that is also attached to you yep Yep, and God is such a good God that he will allow us to not do those things Mm -hmm. and will raise someone else up to do those things so that those people won't go without. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, his word won't return back void. It will accomplish exactly what he sent it out to accomplish. That's in his word. It's in Isaiah. Mm -hmm. And so if we don't do it, if you don't do it, if I don't do it, he's going to find somebody that's going to do it. So why not let it be you? Yes, because you are equipped. You have everything that you need on the inside of you. Like I said, it's not, it's not on you. It's in you. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, last scripture before we close. Ecclesiastes 3 and 11 out of the Amplified Version. It says, he has made everything beautiful in its time. He has also planted eternity in men's hearts and minds, a divinely implanted sense of purpose working through the ages, which nothing under the sun but God alone can satisfy. Yet so that men cannot find out what God has done from the beginning to the end. And may I add this to the end um, to the end of that scripture um, that that man cannot find out what God has done from the beginning to the end unless they have him. Yes. Unless they're submitted to him and unless they obey him. Mm -hmm. And so he has made all these things to be great and beautiful in our lives and all around us. And he's he's planted eternity in our hearts and he has called men to um, to do these things so that it may be unfolded. But we can't do it without him. Amen. He knows where he has hidden it. And so it's going to be him that's going to reveal it to us. And he has also written out the plan for I know the plans that I have for you. Mm -hmm. Their plans to give you a future and a good hope. How do you find that plan? Seek me and I shall be found by you. Mm -hmm. These are all familiar scriptures, but it's time for practical Mm -hmm. application. Yes. He, okay, this is, he was literally the only mystery. I can't remember where that is, but it was like, that was the mystery that went out from age like from Mm -hmm. generation to generation age to age was christ in you the hope of glory 
that was the only mystery mm-hmm. is that once you figure that out that Christ is in you the hope of glory all that you need mm-hmm. everything else is going to follow behind that that's so good yeah because salvation is not just soul salvation where I, I get my out of hell card mm-hmm. and I get a punch so I get to go to heaven it's not just that but it's the fullness of who Christ is Yes, like you were saying it's uh, Christ revealed in me it's like one of those um, gift boxes that when you open one layer of it, another part pops open mm-hmm. and then you open that and another part is in there. And it's endless, su- well, I don't want to say surprises because he's laid it out in the word, but it's like an endless surprise where it's like, okay, I'm going to tap into this by obeying the word and doing mm-hmm. what he tells me to do. I'm going to walk this out and so this gets unlocked. And then as I do this, then this gets unlocked. There's so much that God wants to do in and through each and every one of us. And the only way that we can experience all those things is that we continuously obey day by day. Yes. Amen. The final episode was so good. It was. Look, we I had really to go out with a bang. We did. We did. <laughs> <laughs> so we thank y'all so much for being here with us today. We pray that this season has blessed you as much as it has blessed us. Y'all walk it out. Don't just be hearers of the word, but be doers of the word. Amen. So we will see y'all back here again sometime for when? season three. We when? don't know. We don't know. When Holy Spirit tells us to come back. Exactly. <laughs> and not a day sooner. <laughs> Look, but you all understand that is that it's all in his time and that we do things because we are being doers of the word and listening to his voice. So we thank you all so much for tuning in to the final episode of season two of Get Get the the Picture. Picture.